3: Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
4: I'll say this. I also don't plan to visit my daughter after I pass uh, in, in the form of any animal. So,
5: you know, now she'll figure it out. Piece it together. I think he's too busy with, I think all of his friends died also. So he's, I think he's in heaven, got a whole new family. I think he got a whole,
6: <laughs> oh a whole new set of kids. My father well, was an attractive man. He probably got pussy galore up there. Whoa! I didn't know you could get pussy in heaven. I'm back in. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yep, yep, there it is, there it is, ladies and
6: gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. The podcast where we dive deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we
4: finally work to prove that Floyd Mayweather can read, specifically he reads braille, that's why he be punching them lumps in everybody's head. He's trying to communicate. Men, women, he punches everybody because he's trying to talk to us.
6: <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going. You're not going to join me on this. I'm one? not. He can't read, and it's oh, a problem. okay. You're just
4: fully committed to. I, so he's just beating up uh, women because he hates them, not because he's. Well, he's it's the to lack of
6: knowledge the about the world because he can't read.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he pays his friends to read for him. That's why he's always lashing that money.
4: Oh, he's, that's so smart. I like this. Conspiracy I like that take, Yeah, <laughs> he's just now hired readers for him, and and that's part of the money
5: team. To compare, Snoop Dogg has a guy to roll his blunt for him on salary. Sure, more than fifty grand a year. So why wouldn't Homeboy have the same facilitators? Well, I think one you're of right. those is
4: far less embarrassing than the other. But I hear you. I'm listening. <laughs> How much does he have to read in a day?
6: <laughs> it's probably a pretty easy
4: job. Sure. He's not driving himself, so he does stop signs. He can avoid
6: that. What's, what's he eat? The same six, seven things over and over? What, like, right.
5: That's true. And, and, he's, yeah. and he probably has a SAG card that whenever he gets any emails for work, forward to your team. So he exactly. does have to read for work or nothing. The money right. team writes his
6: emails.
4: And and when you go to restaurants, they just tell you the specials. It's not like you got to read them shit. So so mm-hmm. if he wants steak tartare, he
6: just got to listen. I learned a trick from people who can't read. It's that they always go to the same restaurant. Mm.
5: How many they, friends you got that can't read? All my friends
6: can <laughs> read. I have two friends with grandpas who can't read.
5: Oh, okay, okay, family. <laughs> yeah, My my grandmother was not a big reader, I, so I, I see what you mean. A big reader
4: is a, is a nice way of, you, you're being very respectful of your grandmother. We're talking about people who are illiterate. Yeah, he can't, these guys cannot read.
5: But <laughs> well, here's the thing, don't he have a wife or a woman? Let's Floyd be, Mayweather? Floyd, does he have a, a partner? Uh, not one that he respects,
4: I don't think. <laughs> if no, he
5: no. did, then that woman <laughs> is reading everything. You know how it go down in a cou- couple them with black people. That She's reading true. every
6: word for him. I wish I could find a woman to read for me. So you, you sling that dangling properly. I'll read everything you need. Ooh, that's a that's a that's a great option.
5: <laughs> you got to get bone right to help you with literacy. <laughs> you're I, already I, I hearing hope. our
4: guest's voice. We had a full conversation about reading and sling and a She's fantastic. She's so <laughs> funny. You know her from her brand new special on Amazon. It's called Applause. She's hilarious. I'm so happy she's here. Give it up for our guest, Miss Jackie Fabulous! <laughs> yeah, Hey, guys, what's Hell going yeah. on? Thank you for having me. Thank
5: We're you so for having so happy talking. you're
4: here. This is this is going to be, I think, an exciting episode because we're we're you, you came in hot. You came in. I gave clear parameters and you said, fuck that. I'm in. I'm jumping in like. right away. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm but sorry. We love after that. a while, you lo- you lose podcast etiquette after a few of them. My bad. I'm sorry. No,
4: this is no. perfect etiquette. This this and Bori, I, I think you can speak to this. This podcast is chaos. This Yeah, is not we're not it. proper. No, we don't follow a lot of rules. So anybody who who instinctively jumps in that way, we know it's going to be a good time.
6: Yeah, now I know you can swim with the sharks. We'll be we'll be just fine.
5: <laughs> a female Kyle Nick is always the only one amongst dudes. So this is regular for me every day.
6: Hell yeah. And we're barely dudes. <laughs>
4: I'm just I'm just a boy trying to get by, you know what I mean? I haven't touched a tool in at least 3 years. That you know what's funny is I <laughs> I do in fact watch whenever like something needs repairing around the house, my wife is the one that does it and I'm like I I do the lifting. You know what I mean? Like I'll carry the box to the place and then she does
6: the the actual like work. Yeah, I get it. I see the silk on your shirt. I understand. Yeah, yeah. You're that's delicate. more important to me than fixing. <laughs> that's more
5: important. The, the I, my, my, my suitcase. I don't want to. I shouldn't. My nail should never break off because I'm lifting shit. That's right. I
6: yeah, I'll I'll lift all day. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm strong. But that's the relationship I want. You read for me. I lift for you. That works.
5: <laughs>
4: yeah, it's a pretty that's, solid that's deal. Filling each other's gaps. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get you one man. You gotta get you one. A reader? Yeah, a reader. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can't shenanigans more than we already have because Jackie, you came to us with a conspiracy theory that I'm extremely excited to jump into. You said my mama told me
5: when someone dies, they come back as a stray insect or an animal that keeps coming around.
4: Tell yes. me more.
5: My family is Jamaican and I think we have a lot of similarities to Haitians, where a lot of us are nuts, you know, we believe in witchcraft and <laughs> and witchcraft and voodoo and spirits and they call them duppies where I'm from, my family in Jamaica. So when I was growing up at my grandma's house in the country, whenever, because people would die all the time and I wouldn't know or care because I was really young. And they'd, my mom would be like, you see that, but that butterfly, that fly that's here every night, that's your uncle so-and-so. Or there's a a, a, a dragonfly or, or a stray cat but or a bat. But I was back in the day. They're like, no one really dies. They just come back in a different form. And if they like you, they'll come chill with you and make your life, you know, better. If they didn't like you, they'll haunt you. They'll be, you know, be an asshole to you. But this is just part of like the West Indian culture and believing in the other life. And now, the other life is really a part of our life.
4: Whoa. Okay. Well. Well, first of all, let me start off by saying, Wagwan, we... we uh, <laughs> Wait, are you West Indian too, Langston? No, I just I just know proper etiquette. I say He's hello the way you're supposed to. How do you say hi in Sierra Leone? I'll start greeting you that way.
6: Oh, we say couche. Couché. Couché-o.
4: Okay, hell yeah. We'll, we'll start off that way from now on. Oh,
6: this is good. My mom's going to love this podcast
4: even more. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay these These various insects, animals, whatever it is are are being assigned to certain people and and your your mom is saying, "Yo, that is your uncle butterfly, whoever is how does she come to that conclusion? Where is
6: she getting this? this I, I can I interject that? I don't think any Jamaican man wants to come back as a butterfly. I don't <laughs>
5: <laughs> why you don't know that? first of all, they have a Jamaican, a West Indian calypso, Caribbean, whatever you want to call it dance. Called the butterfly if you if you ever used a club back in the day. I don't know I'm not a YouTuber. Right? That was West Indian. The butterfly when you <laughs> I that was when you dance and put your <laughs> legs in when you dance and turn your knees in and out
6: a, Yeah, I thought that part. was Moesha. I didn't think yeah, that was. I did West think that Indian. was invented on the Look Steve it up. Harvey In show. Jamaica, world <laughs> is the butterfly.
5: Damn, Damn, I did
6: not know the butterfly was Jamaican. This is a big. I thing. didn't know that either.
5: Look at, it; might be both, but I know when I was doing the dance at nightclubs, it was called the butterfly.
4: No, I remember it being called the butterfly. I'm saying it was that, a big dance. That, that the origins, I had no idea that the origins uh, were West Indian.
5: Well, I don't know. The, I'm just telling you what I remember when I was going dancing. The origin I did not research. Okay, I okay. Yeah, I don't want to be incorrect, but you—you didn't you ever know a black man might want to come back as a, a beautiful butterfly. Men have <laughs> men have changed, honey. We're not—they're not that uh, what you call a scared of their, their their inner, you know, femininity or whatever.
6: That's true. Like I said, I don't have any tools, and Langston can't read. We're new men. <laughs> We're new men. Yet, yet,
4: I'll get there. You give me my shot. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say that I've seen enough Jamaican men wearing a uh, mesh tank tops to believe Ooh, that they would in fact fair. come back as a butterfly.
5: That's true. It, that's true. And it's a <laughs> requirement when you reach a certain age to have a a, a mesh wife beater or blank white tank top. We can't call that anymore, can we? You can't do wife beater. I you said, know what's funny is you can't. You shouldn't.
4: They haven't come for it really you know what i mean like i think that's that's almost Lightly. our morality being like oh that feels icky now but like it's not yeah. like society was like get that the fuck out of here yeah there,
5: there's been no movement there's been no real Mm-mm. heat but we all <laughs> but we all kind of in our hearts are like i bet you that's wrong now because yeah. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. i bet any day now they're gonna
6: t- they're gonna take our wife beaters from Say us it, and- why, that's my line you will not Take my wife uh-huh. one
5: day you're going to be in target running errands yeah. in a wife beater, reminding you a bit and you're going to get beat the hell in the parking lot Not
6: i i would go to target in a wife beater so that's the possibility
0: <laughs>
6: it's an outside shirt too yes it is <laughs> it's an outside shirt too.
5: <laughs> under undershirt and outside shirt
4: I feel like we we lost our footing a little bit, but I'm I'll sorry, ask the question again: How did your mom or whoever come to assign these these various animals, insects to the people who had passed?
5: I believe my mom was taught it from her her mom, but how she assigns it, just the the the, the, the uh, how prevalent and how frequent whatever new creature, insect, stray animal is approaching the porch mm. in, in in alignment with who died recently. God. Or even oh, or yeah. even who died a while ago, but it's the same butterfly that's been around for five, six years. So her mind is, so on so-and-so died, this thing here is always here. Every night at nine o'clock, it comes come to the porch. So that's how she, frequency, is how she
6: assigns it. Okay. Mm. Here's my question. Is there anything about the way people live their life that would, like, certain characteristics that they would attribute to, like, like, what do I got to do to come back as, like, a jaguar? Well
3: You know what I'm saying?
6: Does that make sense? A jaguar? You're or, like, something sexy. Like something sexy. I want to be yeah. a sexy animal.
5: Well, it depends. I, I don't know what the rule book says in terms of how you have to, what kind of guy you got to be here to get a sign a sexy-ass jaguar.
6: That's what I want, because I feel like I know my luck. It's going to be a toad. They're going to be like, you know, that, <laughs> you know that toad that we shoe out the back? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta manifest it
5: i think all part of your praying for whatever you want and be like and god can i come back as something sexy please
6: no i will i'll embrace the jaguar lifestyle i have no problems with that i'd be scared uh i'd come back
4: as like one of those uh those sheep with two faces you know what i mean like (laughs) no
6: i don't know what you mean
4: i'm just one of the faces on like a two-faced sheep and now i gotta I'm just attached to another motherfucker who's just a regular sheep, but I I got the consciousness of a, a man who lived. You know what I mean? No, there's a lot of two.
6: Do sheeps have two faces?
4: Well, if you look it up, and I, I'm sorry to to be the one to introduce this to you, but there is a, a fair amount, or at least it's, it has happened multiple times, of sheep born with multiple heads attached to each other.
6: Sometimes it's like me and you have different internets.
4: Yeah, we, we don't sync up. You know, no. these periods ain't ain't mixed in the oh, way you would think. Oh, fuck. I yeah, hate Yeah, no, it's it. fucked up, man.
6: Fuck. That. <laughs> yeah, I don't
4: like it. <laughs> yeah, no, oh. I'm not a fan of of what I'm throwing down. Jackie, don't look it up. You're better than this.
6: Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not good. <laughs> She's
4: like, no problem. I had no intention on looking it up. I was going <laughs> to let y'all play your games and
6: then I'd come back in whenever you're ready. I also, I also have one more question about this. What, the negative ones, like do you, do you guys ever have like m- multiple negative run-ins with animals? Does that make sense? What kind of animals? Like I've been shit ones? on by like seven different birds. <laughs> what?
5: Yeah, wow. yeah. It's also good luck. I've heard. I've heard of birds hitting on you mean money is coming and your luck's about to get really great. I've heard that mm,
4: too. Yeah, that's that's a that's a conspiracy theory of sorts. It's a yeah. little old wives' tale.
6: But so that could be someone that could be like my uncle Solomon or something like that. That could be a positive. Well, have you noticed that your career has been improving over time? I don't even I think I took all these Ls as a child. I don't think I've ever been had a a bird shit on okay. me since I've been doing comedy. But like multiple oh, damn. times throughout childhood. <laughs>
4: Damn, so uh, so was your childhood then at least getting better, or was
6: it like, no? I no, was it was worse. very tumultuous. you <laughs> 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 like, it, it wasn't great. I was getting shit on by birds. How good could it have been? <laughs> not to mention my home life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, that's good to know. That could be somebody from my family watching out for me and not just yeah. terrible luck. Yeah, oh, I didn't were... even think
5: of that. That's a good point. That's probably Is it the same bird? They're probably not the same bird. No.
6: Different I'm, people, different birds. I think I'm pretty sure at least two or three of them were seagulls, but that's the only. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. I don't think there's any way that seagull shit is good luck. There's a lot of birds that I'm willing to hear out could <laughs> be potentially good luck. Seagull shit, that seems uh, as close to demonic as one
6: can get. I don't believe, I think you're playing me out. What about pigeons? You think Even all-
4: pigeons, I I could see a level of like decency inside of a pigeon. Pigeons have, have been used for more decent things. Seagulls are cursed animals.
6: They are? That's that's crazy. First of all, that you name what,
4: one good thing about a seagull.
6: Name oh, one good thing about a pigeon. It's a sky oh, rat. They, yeah, they used to use them for
4: magic tricks. That that's one good thing. Used to. Oh, because magic's so great. That's yeah, demonic. Pretty cool. And it's they demonic. can't use them anymore because of PETA. They said, hey, stop killing our pigeons. They Pigeons matter too.
5: All right. You have been in <laughs> LA too long. Whenever I see a seagull, I'm always like, ooh, it's probably a beach or something warm and nice nearby.
6: That's what I'm saying. It's a, a beautiful bird. It's a harbinger of peace in ocean fun times. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. There are
4: seagulls in, in fucking Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. There's what? no way you see a seagull
5: and go, ah, uh, the beach. The, no, the, okay, the smell most, of ocean air. Most <laughs> of the time, you associate a seagull with the ocean. Me too. Occasionally, you got some hood rats in Brooklyn that you're traumatized by, clearly. But when I see a seagull, I'm like, there's going to be nice, fun times. Coming up somewhere. Damn. That's I.
6: I feel the same way. The first I feel one, the same way. Yes. Damn. And I read this book when I was a kid called Jonathan Jonathan Livingston Seagull. So I think about self improvement. Okay.
4: Well, what did Jonathan John, Jonathan Livingston have to do with
6: Seagull? Man, it's such a fucking hippie book. It's about this <laughs> bird who like learns. He gets obsessed with flying and learning to fly better and better and more daring and daring. And then he kind of like achieves full consciousness at the end is is a complicated I read a lot of weird shit. What the oh. fuck
5: were, were you high? What you think the book?
6: <laughs> no, I was like I was probably like eleven years old. So a couple years before weed.
1: Wow. Two years, <laughs>
6: mom. My mom listens. <laughs> Wait,
4: okay, so the bird was not named Jonathan Livingston. He was named be- Jonathan
6: Livingston, yeah. The,
4: the the book
6: is called Jonathan Livingston Seagull.
4: Okay. wow. So this is a a bird named Jonathan Livingston who goes through this this weird journey of self-improvement as a seagull. Yeah. All right. If this is what y'all are bought into, I don't know that we're going to make any ground on whether or not seagull shit is cursed. So I hear you. I respect your choice to uh, embrace the seagull shit of your yesteryears.
6: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs)
4: <laughs> let let me ask you this, Jackie, before we go to break. So you, right. your mother assigns these animals, these people who have passed. You said at the time uh, you weren't necessarily super invested because you were a kid. You're, is These aren't people that necessarily matter to you the same way. How much do you believe it now? How much are you bought into this possibility now?
5: Occasionally, if I see a, a, a stray cat that insists on staying stray, like they won't even let me feed them or touch them or nothing. And they're always around. And it, it could be an animal that we despise. I like possums. I hate, I would if I see a possum and I have a gun, I'm going to blow his face off. I don't, what <laughs> I don't care. Whoa. I don't care what anybody says. They're the <laughs> ugliest creature in the world. And when I was living in LA, my, my apartment <laughs> complex where I parked my car underneath, you had the gated, uh, gate, open the gate, go to st- uh, stairs and go to your apartment. There was a possum that was always on that wall. Every night when I would come home from a gig, midnight, 2 a.m., and he would sit there looking at me kind of like, where, where are you coming from? Like, what attitude? Yeah. But he was always there. So I'm like, I wonder if he, you know, low-key, like maybe he's looking out at me make sure to get home safe. Like, why? He's, and he don't attack me. He don't run. He don't move. I've learned to stop being scared of him. I walk around him. I'm like, oh, he's just, he's just <coughs> there. Security. I'm back. Is, this, it,
4: Is there anybody in your life you might have signed this possum to that you might say, oh, my ex-husband, he
5: died. He had a, a heart attack when he was playing basketball at forty-one years old. So I'm oh like, fuck! Oh my yeah.
4: god! Yeah. So, it, so he could be this possum just checking in to make sure his his baby boo gets home safe.
5: Yeah. Well, years ago when we when we were married in in L.A. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't had a good animal follow me around in a while.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> me either, ladies.
4: <laughs> we got to find this possum and find out if he can hoop. If this possum can play some ball.
6: That's true. That's true.
0: Like Maybe not the five spot
6: because he's not that tall, but like a strong three. <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah,
5: yep. So whenever I, mean, I see an animal that is, is in my path on a regular basis, it's just, everybody got a squirrel. You never know what. You might not know what's looking over you. You might think you might not even be noticing an animal that's always in your, you know, your, your, mm. your whatever.
6: I've had some late night standoff with, with, uh, with raccoons. Standoffs? Yeah. I, I used to, <laughs> I used to mess with this girl who lived across the park from me and I would be leaving her house late at night and I would cross Golden Gate Park and there would several times. It would be like a rat, like I'd be like on the baseball diamond or something and a raccoon would come upon me and we'd have like, you you just like, you know, when you're looking at each other yeah. and then you keep it moving. And that could be, I mean, that could be my grandpa, right?
5: True, true.
6: That could be. What, what do you think your grandpa
4: is trying to say to you when you're crossing a field and he, he blocks your path?
6: Either stay the night. I think he's trying to be like, don't just be creeping out of her house late at night. I think it's kind <laughs> of hard. <'Cause> it was, <laughs> you, you know stay. what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, she wanted me to stay, and that would be more uh, polite. But I'd always be like, oh, I got to do something in the morning. I don't have to do shit in the morning. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? The block I used to live on,
5: Laurel Canyon Boulevard in Valley Village. All I in the Valley Village. Place. I don't I, don't yeah. I lived there building. 10 years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, my ex-boyfriend, when I lived there, he would come see me after work, whatever, late at night. And he'd be like, Jackie, this is how you know you got some good pussy in this neighborhood. There is no parking. <sighs>
6: <laughs> there is no, there's, there's no parking
5: parking at no... night <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like you're right there's a lot of cute girls in this building
4: <laughs> there's no po- there's no parking and there is a possum that just sort of hangs out and somehow yep. you still getting some ass good okay. for you Jackie also
6: also, I want the listeners to understand that Jackie just gave a gem of how to find a neighborhood with good pussy and you guys need to really be appreciative of that that is so intelligent of you
5: to notice that's, that that's,
6: that's, that's 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 amazing.
5: Yeah, I, I really
6: appreciate knowing that
5: if you're a single dude and there's no parking. Yeah, I need to get a crib here.
6: Yeah, if you can pull up, <laughs> and if you can pull up in front of her building and get a spot, it's trash. You don't want it, brother. Uh, Damn.
4: All right. Well, you heard it here first. You got to find that no parking, pussy. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back with more Jackie Fabulous and more. My mama told me.
3: at dot Edu, and we are back.
0: My man's supposed to shmeat his meat with this shit, bro. What
4: the fuck? Yeah, we're back here with more Jackie Fabulous, more My Mama Told Me. We're still talking about the possibility that your loved ones and your enemies, it sounds like also your enemies are potentially coming back as insects and and, and animals, stray animals specifically. Are they ever your pets? Is, is your pets ever a factor here or is it just... Loose animals.
5: No, I've had two pets in my adult life. Two cats when I lived in like Bellflower in L.A. And one was one I got as a gift. The the one I found. And she didn't want to stay with me. So I don't know. She was, she was a feral cat. She wanted to be out in the streets. Mm. So no. <laughs> so no. Oh, yeah.
6: They'll do yeah. that sometimes. Yeah.
5: <laughs> they, take, they take loving you and they're like, nah, I belong out
6: there, girl. I don't belong in here. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Dog, you know how you. many... How many times have sent that text message?
0: <laughs> it's
3: not you, girl. It's me. I belong, yeah. free,
6: I belong out there. <laughs> I can't keep loving you, girl. I belong out there. Yeah. I need to be, I need to roam free. And, and there's parking right in front of your building. This is never going to work.
4: <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call a callback. That's. That's the kind of comedy you'll get here at uh, My Mama Told Me. (laughs) Yep, just the hits. (laughs) All right. I want to jump into this research because one of the things that I, I felt like was worth starting at, right? Like the best starting place for me was looking to see if there's any scientific validity to the idea of reincarnation, right? Like is reincarnation in any way proven to be a real thing? And while there's no definitive proof of afterlives or, you know, reincarnation, there are a few studies that have landed some pretty jarring discoveries. There's a study from this professor named Jim Tucker at the University of Virginia who studied more than 2,500 cases of children who claim to have memories from their past lives. That's specifically between the ages of two to about seven, these kids claim to have very vivid very detailed memories of who they were before they were the kids that are sitting in front of them the the professor dude mm. as it, as of today and more specifically uh, he tells a story of this one boy named james uh Leninger. Leninger? I don't know if that, that seems problematic, but that's that the name I'm be, going with. That can't be. That can't be.
5: That can't like, be hey, oh, wait a
4: Leninger? Maybe that, that Leninger sounds more uh-huh. n- more correct, but <laughs> I, anyway, this this James nigger kid, uh, he says <laughs> he says he remembered being a World War II fighter pilot named James Huston. Uh, and by age two, James reported uh, th- this, the kid reported having dreams four to five times a week, having remembered being shot down by the Japanese. He could recall the exact name of the boat uh, that he flew off of, the location he was killed, and even the name of his co-pilot, Jack Larson. Now, you expect this-
6: me to say you no know, that this two year old knew they were
4: Japanese? No, no, no. He wasn't Japanese. He got killed by the Japanese. That's what I'm saying. You
5: think this two-year-old knew who the Japanese were?
4: That's what he's... That's
5: apparently what he's saying. So don't know they know. say those Those are the formative... The formidable formative um, years, the two to six, and that where your brain's a big ball of mush. Yeah,
4: somebody, it's developing somebody has to like crazy.
5: So, that, so if somebody got some World War Two movies playing in the background. That kid yeah. is...
6: His dad watched Pearl Harbor. Yeah, exactly.
5: (laughs) They watched period pieces.
4: Yeah. Okay, well, here's where the story gets crazy, is that his parents did some research and found that all of the accounts that he was recounting did, in fact, happen, and a real Jack Larson, a real James Huston, were killed alongside each other in this attack based on records. And they went on to say that they were not In any way, playing anything related to World War II around this kid—he was just two years old—so his communication obviously was relatively limited, and uh, you know his knowledge of the world was relatively limited. And more importantly, they say that these individuals were so obscure that no television show or movies or anything was even being made about them. They were just randos who got killed in the war, and this kid remembered being one of them.
5: All right,
6: the kid is touched clearly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I have so many questions. Is this like the horse who could count?
4: (laughs) Tell me more. I don't. I don't know what you mean.
6: They said they had that horse that people said could. (laughs) This is real. This is real. I heard about it. I've heard about it. Yeah, they had that horse that people thought could do math, but what it really would do would it would look for the keys in the person because it it would like they give it a math problem and it would stomp its. Hooves for the amount of times for the answer, so to be like four plus four, and it would stomp its hooves eight times. And what yeah. they learned was that it was seeing this the reaction in humans when it got to the right number, not like knowing math. So
4: is oh, it like it would just stomp until we everybody
6: freaked the fuck out and
5: then, right? Uh, so mm. it
6: can sense our excitement per per stomp. And that's what I'm saying about this. Probably slow little baby.
5: No, <laughs> well, I thought he was gifted. You, you think he's slow?
6: Oh, we're talking about different kinds of touch. Okay,
5: okay. <laughs> I meant touch as in, uh, eccentric and you know, high functioning, amazing, that
6: kind of thing. Oh, I meant like, you went the other way, yeah, like <laughs> eating crayons. But that's I okay. love that you think if this
4: is because of your if the analogy you're creating is real, what you're suggesting is the boy is sitting there, and he's like, I had a dream, my name was James
6: Huston. No, and they're I'm, like, saying, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, he was like, I had a dream. I was a fighter you know. What I mean. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> and that, like, like I, I just feel like it's maybe a lot of people want. I don't know. That feels crazy to me. And the fact that a two-year-old could communicate that—have you talked to two-year-olds? They talk stupid. Yeah, no, they're not bright individuals. They're not, and it's fine. They have a lot more life, but they talk like dummies. They're like, yeah. They I didn't
5: mean, really, say I had a dream, mommy.
6: My <laughs> best friend got shot down next to me in a fighter jet. I've never heard a two year old say anything like that. I've heard him say, I made a poopy. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? What's the race of the family? Because if it was a black
5: family and their kid recited all those facts, that kid would be up for adoption.
6: That's (laughs) because he's a devil child.
5: Exactly.
6: (laughs)
4: They didn't specify in the article but I think we all know the race of this, this is a this white young white man. baby.
6: Yep. It's not Japanese, that's for
4: sure. <laughs> oh, you know, he wasn't Japanese. He knew who his enemy was and it's he made that clear kid. in the in the study.
5: You know, this reminds me of when I when Ellen's show was, you know, harmless. She had a kid on there. <laughs> <laughs> she had a, she had a, yeah, low, not all
4: political like it yeah, was at the it's end. all weird
5: now. But when she had the young she always had young kid young prodigies on her show. And she had one kid who could, like, three who could name all the presidents. And Ellen's reaction was, "You can do that." When I was three, I thought my shadow was another person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
5: she still got it. I, she still got it. <laughs> she still got it. They
4: should have never taken that show away from her. She could have done it another twenty years being yeah. tour
5: I, I get mad at. It. I, I I enjoyed it at first. I'm a traitor kind of a. The, the constantly scare scaring people. That was that got on my nerves after a while. Stop scaring your guests and the employees.
4: It comes from a bad place. There's a video, and I'll never forget it. There's a video where she she scares like one of her like lead producers.
5: Yes, AP head of everything.
4: Yeah, and he's like walking through a hallway or some shit, and she like has like a different. She's not even scaring people. She has a different person to scare him, and he gets so angry in a way that you can tell they don't like each other. Like uh, he he like literally like gets scared and he goes, stop fucking doing that. And like, it's like, oh, this isn't, this isn't fun no more. This is just a mean lady doing mean stuff.
5: I always <laughs> wonder, because for years he would look pissed. And I'm like, he isn't. I'm like, is he an actor? Cause that's really good being pissed and
6: doing a job after you pissed. No, I mean, I get is. it though. You wanna go to work and somebody's popping out every day. After a while, it's like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Halloween makes it. Do it for the
5: whole month of October. After that, you, I have to pay attention to my job. Yeah, like, I'm at work.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and, and frankly, this job isn't stimulating enough, you know what I mean, for me to, to forgive you for what you're doing.
5: <laughs> at some point, she would have caused a heart attack. I'm sure if it kept on going, somebody would have like, died.
4: And maybe that's, that's why mind. they canceled her. Maybe they were like, look, if we don't intervene, someone's gonna die on this
6: set, and now we're being held accountable. Yep. But, if he died, maybe he comes back as a Jaguar, mauls uh, them.
5: <laughs> One part of my stand-up career that I have not tried to improve was my callback effort. I do not try because it's too hard.
6: Good job. Honestly, honestly it's the only skill I have anymore.
4: <laughs> uh. I do like the idea of him coming back as a Jaguar, mauling Ellen and Port- Portia DeRozzi. You got to get both of them. Yeah, yeah. That's a trooper. And and now the what is there, like a silly ass butterfly replacing Ellen somewhere?
5: <laughs> but this is a, a lesson I've learned because I'm in the business trying to progress. I also respected Ellen and loved her show because her sister-in-law did my headshots and her brother gave me a shot on a pilot years ago. So you see how you always gotta remember when I make fun of people, like, hey, however. Wow. Aha, well,
4: the Ellen family didn't do shit for me, so fuck them. That's what's, what I say.
6: <laughs> damn. You're going at the whole degen- degenerate group. All right. All connected.
4: They're burned.
5: <laughs> Hilarious.
4: <laughs> so in terms of the basic science behind what's being argued here, although I don't think either of you seem particularly bought into James's story, but Wrong. the basic science that's being argued, if you remove some of the religious arguments, is that some believe the consciousness of a person can be separated from the physical form. Meaning consciousness would not necessarily be dependent on a physical brain in order to survive and could continue after the physical brain and after the body has died.
6: I get that, right? That that idea that energy cannot be created or destroyed, just transferred. Whatever it is that Gives you your free will and your personality and all that stuff. It does have to go. That energy does have to go somewhere when you die, right? Mm-hmm. Theoretically, yeah. But why into a baby? Like, I mean, I guess if I died, I would kind of swim into this pregnant lady's pussy or something. Like, I don't know how. <laughs> what? Well, because that's where it would go, right? It would go into the her. That's what happens. That's what we're. You don't mean, make me feel like that. Don't make me feel like that.
4: In your brain, it's going is your your consciousness goes up the pussy.
6: Oh, yours goes down the mouth. I don't understand how else you get in there. I
4: figured we could pass through bellies. Uh, by the point that that I'm transferring consciousness, but but I'm excited to find out I could go up through a pussy. I'm not I, mad at it. Well, they,
5: they they say that whenever you have anybody inside of you, whether it's through a birth or a sex. You're, you're getting that energy from that person, aren't you? Mm. Everything. Getting See? everything. You're absorbing all the energy. That's why I that... say you should, you know, promiscuity can make you depressed. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Mm. See, because you're taking it all in through the pussy, yeah. much like the consciousness.
5: <laughs> you are. We are the receivers. We're Thank you. That's how we are built. And That's you all I'm saying. Are, you guys are putting in whatever you're putting in, and you're putting in everything your spirit, your mind, your stress. Bullshit, I'm putting
6: in, I'm love, putting in all everything. kinds of stuff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So if that's
6: true,
4: then then you are at least considering the possibility or at least uh, embracing a, a potential possibility of what James is pu- presenting, right? I that, think that,
6: yeah, I mean, I, I know personally, like within my family, and this might be like a West African thing or Sierra Leone thing. We talk about people from our family coming back in other people. Mm -hmm. Like my Mm -hmm. mom, my mom says that my littlest brother is her dad. She's like, I'm pretty sure. And like my grandma thought that I was her brother because we had just, I think it was her brother. We, We just had weirdly similar characteristics. Like he had like, really big flat feet and he never wore shoes and just like weird shit like that <laughs> and i don't like wearing shoes very much either but
4: and she she's not at all considering a genetic uh consistency don't so talk here. about she's my grandma like,
6: like, no. like that langston
5: <laughs> you know what's funny i um my father died 5 years ago and i haven't seen hide nor hair not a fucking clue anywhere Whoa. of him in an, in an animal an insect a, a man nothing really well, he's like i'm and, good i, have, I, have, I haven't he's... felt him i don't and i don't have you know and when he died i i was the only one in my family who was not falling apart because we kind of grew apart i live in la whatever but when he died i kind of was like all right i wonder how he'll follow me or watch me and and when i he had one of his blazers in my bedroom when i removed it so i don't feel anything and another thing langston look <laughs> you remind me of my father because your name is very Regal and West Indian. My father's name was Lincoln. And yours oh, Langston wow. and you resemble him. He was a light-skinned man like you. My mom was your complexion. That's why I'm in the in between. I'm the brown. Okay. You know, so my
6: complexion. you mean a beautiful, rich, deep brown.
5: Of course, like a berry. Like a beautiful <laughs> succulent you. berry.
6: The juice is so sweet. <laughs>
5: it's so sweet.
6: All right. This seems
4: like a different podcast all <laughs> of a <the> sudden. <laughs> you know
5: why? My last boyfriend looked like you. My current one is the color of uh, the homeboy down here. Oh, okay. Um, so I okay. feel it, I feel partial. Okay. Right.
6: Well, well, I'll,
4: I'll say this: I'd be lucky to be uh, your your reincarnated father. Thank you. Thank <laughs> what you. What an honor that would be. <laughs> oh. So. One of the things that I then wanted to, to sort of like look up, I guess, in, in relation to this question of animals coming back or, or us coming back as animals, I found an article that gathered a few stories of people who believe that their loved ones had come back as various woodland creatures of sorts to communicate messages to them one specifically talked about this lady who was attempting to memorialize her grandmother right she's trying to figure out a way to write about her grandmother after she passes she can't think of anything to say and then all of a sudden a heron lands on the water near her and like stares at her And she suddenly has, like, all these memories wash over her and all these beautiful words that she previously didn't have. And now she claims every time she's feeling lost or uncertain, she sees a heron nearby. Like, a heron will just randomly pop up out of nowhere. And she believes that herons are her grandmother. My question is, is it a singular thing? Like, are are we... Are we meant to interpret this as like, oh, it's that one heron and any other herons were conflating? Or is it like, no, I embody all herons. I call dibs on herons from now on. Like, I, think, I am jaguar. I am, exactly. You are the the entire population of jaguars.
5: I think it's just one. I think it's just, in my opinion, for my own superstition, I think it's just one animal out of the species that's just hanging out with you a lot.
6: Mm. Now, because herons aren't like... As far as I can tell, they don't—they don't look as different. Like, what what's the region she's talking about with this? Hair? Like, is it like she lived in Virginia her whole life and all these herons of Virginia herons? Because then it could be that it could be the same heron.
4: Oh, meaning like—is she near a place where there's a fuck ton of herons that that well, just are? I,
6: I mean, more like regionally, is it all within the same area that she has seen them? Does that make sense? I would assume so. I can't imagine that she's like at
4: Costco and she's like, ah, where, where is the sales? And not and, like, uh, <laughs> not
6: <laughs> Costco, but like maybe she went to like go visit a friend in D.C. and she was feeling upset and she mm. saw a heron, but she lives in North Carolina. You see what I'm saying? Like, what, yeah. what's a heron? Is a it's kind of like skinny legs and then like a long, sloping a beak. Yeah, it's yeah. a big, it's a bigger
4: sort of uh, bird. It's not like giant, but it's it's a it's a solid. It's a it's a welterweight bird. Let's I say think that it's the, it's the same bird. You think it's the same one that they get assignments
6: yeah. I wish, I, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm with you on that.
4: Yeah, I also think to that point. It, it speaks to how, and I think we take this for granted, you know, we're all traveling comedians, but a lot of people don't go nowhere. Do you know what I mean? Like they'd be in the same little three places every Man, for every year. For I real. Went,
6: for I, real. I took,
5: a, I took an Uber in Arizona for whatever. And the driver's like, ooh, you going to the airport? And I was like, yeah. Where are you going? California? Ooh, I would want to. I'm like, I said, you can. You can go anywhere you want. <laughs>
6: it's literally four <laughs> hours away and you have a car.
5: Yeah, but some people do. Some people really do have the mentality of I was born on this block. I work down the street. I'm my lover or boyfriend, whatever is next block. Why would I? Why would yeah. I? Leave?
6: That's the yeah.
5: majority of America, in my opinion.
6: My lover's house has so much parking, Why would I leave? <laughs> He's just sitting in the car, like, oh, someday I hope to
4: see Tucson. Oh, the, <laughs> oh, the the things I would think if I ever got to see Tucson, Arizona.
5: Yeah, I felt I felt bad though. I stopped saying like well you know you can go but I realized you don't know their life story and their finances and no, he can't. You know, no You don't know their history. So you can't be like, Well, you know you can go.
4: And if you look at the way the the Uber pricing breaks down, he can't go. He can't
5: no. go.
6: No. He he is in bondage currently. Yeah, yeah. he's He's a car slave and Yeah, it's in, like working for the railroad. <laughs>
5: I've been a broke comic and I've managed to get a lot of places with very little money.
6: Facts. I have gotten on a plane with no plan or money on how I was gonna me get too. back Me too? I'm
5: like, is this is this gig don't pay me? I now live here. Yep.
6: Yep. <laughs> Damn. And I'm I hope that they have food at this bar, otherwise I'm gonna have to steal.
5: Okay. <laughs> there, have been, there have been so many times where my only meal of the day was at the club I had a gig yep. at that night. My yep. only
6: meal. Yep. And then you get like and then you get the nice waitress who's like Hey, do you also maybe want some wings for after the show? And you're yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to marry you, girl. I'm yes. going to come <laughs> yes, back. Yes, ma'am. I do.
5: <laughs> or I've had a club manager be like, "Jackie, you hungry?" And I'll have that one tear come down like I am. I you know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with that, I guess uh this this is a a interesting transition or at least a helpful transition into into the well maybe I should save this for after the break. This is a big question that I have and I don't want to squeeze this in before the break. Let's take a break. We're going to take one more break. We'll be back with more Jackie Fabulous and more my mama told me and we'll talk about this shit after. Okay? I I shouldn't keep talking that way.
0: Bye. <laughs>
3: At Purdue edu, and we are
4: back. <laughs> Can you lend a nigga a pencil? Yeah, we're back here with more Jackie Fabulous. More my mama told me. We're still talking about the possibility that your loved ones are raccoons and possums and herons, even. If you okay, Bori, I know you want to be a jaguar or other any kind of big, uh, sexy cat. Big sexy cat, Jackie. Where are you in the in the resurrection spectrum? Where where would you like to to find yourself?
5: Oh, a peacock, clearly. Ooh, Peacock. Oh yeah. yeah. I, like that's be, fancy. I like to be showy when I'm when I want to be showy and then I wanna come in and be quiet when I wanna be quiet.
4: Mm. Peacocks are me. interesting because they live in Pasadena. You know what I mean? Like they <laughs>
6: <laughs> I like Pasadena. Yeah, that's a good that's a pretty good place to end up. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they're like these gorgeous birds that could be anything, be anywhere, and they're in South Pasadena.
5: Right by the In and Out, like you, you guys can go anywhere. Why are
6: you here? <laughs> <laughs> what a fascinating, fascinating bird.
5: Uh-huh. Wait,
6: Lexington, I want a. I want to change mine. I want to be a sea
4: turtle. Whoa, that's okay. Tell me more. Why'd you switch
6: it? I don't know how to explain it. I've just always had like you ever see something and you're like, it sees you, and you're like, I get what you're doing, and it's like, I get what you're doing. That's how mm. I feel with sea turtles. Like, I just, the idea of just, like, riding warm waves forever, it feels okay. And they get so old, which means that they've clearly, like, found a pretty reasonable way of living, right? Yeah. Like, the things that get the oldest are the things that know how to live the best. And sea, right. ro- sea turtles get old as fuck. And I just, they've there's always, like, there's, like, a zen to it that I've just always really identified with. Yeah, I like that. They 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 just keep on going. And Man, they're, and they're just like riding they're just riding waves. They have this way to move with minimal effort, but it's very efficient. Like it's yeah. just like I like it. I like that. And people tell you you can go, you can you can um enjoy them and observe them but leave them alone exactly and exactly exactly like, yeah
5: yeah besides the animals
4: that eat them everybody has a pretty solid appreciation for a, do
6: animals a, eat sea turtles
5: they're pretty I, high up on the food the chain. One in the, i'm trying to eat everything down there it's, it's yeah a, i think a, i think a
4: shark will fuck up a, a sea turtle, a sea turtle.
5: A
6: bad. that's a fight i i don't want to like, watch i
4: actually i and this actually gets me to the animal that i would have picked i i i think i would go with a killer whale i think i'd like to be a, a killer interesting. whale. interesting unassuming
5: yeah, I, and cute and then yeah, nah, kill everybody. i
4: want to <laughs> i, I want to change my attitude in my next life you know what i mean i want to be <laughs> uh sadistic in a way that i've i've avoided in my current life and so uh, yeah i'm going with killer whale and i did the other day bory see a video of a killer whale just fucking up a sea turtle in a way that like was where was where were but- you why? Where, what? I didn't. I wasn't strolling the the boardwalk and saw it. I was on the internet.
5: Oh, <laughs> <That's> what... <laughs> thought he was down by Seal Beach just and saw one.
6: <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Also, you say you want to be sadistic in a way that you haven't in this life. You make it sound like you would like to be sadistic in this life. You just have not chosen. Yeah, oh, is, I, I think like after it. a
4: while you kind of are stuck in the choices you've made, and and I'm not gonna undo my family and and the the good that I've created for myself. But if I get to do this motherfucker again, I'm gonna play catch with seals bodies. You know what I mean? I'm gonna really become a real sick fuck. Is this? Hopefully, this
5: is not an insult, but I can see that for you. Is that? No, that, that's you can, sweet. You can Thank see. You. The, I can see the evil that is there, but you don't. You don't use it. Right, Thank you feel you. it.
6: You feel it lurking
5: I, on the edges, I feel the energy. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a good guy, yeah. but that's, that's my choice.
0: Guys,
4: yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this is the nicest thing you could have said to me. I I was afraid you would you would knock this idea down. No, yeah, you warmed my heart. No, Can this be the kid. clip from
6: the episode? Because you're glowing. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> you're like finally people who see me. Is that <laughs> this feels, this feels like
4: something special. <laughs> So the big question I think I have with all of this is, do you feel like there's any part of this that starts to feel a little icky when when we're talking about the assigning of like spirits and pets and all, or not pets, but specifically spirits to animals? I started as I was going through all of this stuff, I found these people who coined themselves as pet psychics, right? They uh, animal Oh, you found some stupid people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And one of the things that they do specifically is they go and deal with people who just lost pets and start to talk about how they can like they're communicating with the animal now and the animal's going to come back as a as a new dog that that'll be here in 3 years or whatever it is and and some of it starts to feel a little yucky where it's like, "Oh, you're taking advantage of people's want." for their loved ones or want for that communication by like telling them these, these sort of like bullshit stories that they ultimately will make true because you told me to.
6: That shit though is like, that's sins of man. That's not God's fault. Like just Mm. because these people are scamming doesn't take away from this tradition. I don't think. Whoa. I
5: think it's all creepy. I think everything is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's creepy. But I think we, I think creepy is necessary. Everything everybody wants things to be black and white and and explainable, understandable. I'm very I'm very comfortable with the unclear and not having I an answer and not having to no, know. But that's a very that's arrogant to me. I'm very good with like, I don't know. I'm never gonna know. I don't have to know. I'm healthy, friends and family are healthy, I don't have to have the answers. So, so- I'm- I'm okay with the creep, the creep quotient of it all.
4: That's a very centering sort of interpretation of all of this, I think. Yeah. I, I think I think with that you can then go like, oh, maybe my dad will come back eventually as yeah. whatever animal. And it's not I'm like, gonna be
6: honest, let's not play that game. It doesn't work <laughs> out. No, he
5: might maybe when I get married again, he might be, he might come to that wedding. He didn't yeah. go to the first one. Oh, he your dad.
6: Your yeah. dad. Okay. I thought you were talking about the proverbial, because I don't. I hope, he, I hope he's a ladybug. I'm going to step on him. <laughs> <laughs> Kill you twice. And if he comes back in the road, she's going to get burned alive. Yep. <laughs> well, Smoking this on a is, dad pack.
5: Yeah, I was about to
4: say, this is uh, slowly turning into a daddy's issue podcast. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. My dad's pretty cool. Big fan.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you resemble my father. I don't know how to act, man.
4: <laughs> I hope he comes back as one of those dolphins that just hangs out places and catches <laughs> fish.
6: Oh yeah, they like to have sex too. Yeah, they. Dolphins. We, yeah. we had a bit
4: of an argument on this podcast in the past about whether or not dolphins uh, sexually assault people. That's a a big, uh, I guess, theory c- argument. I've heard. I've heard I that. I heard
5: they get freaky. I heard they yeah. get inappropriate with with swimmers and stuff.
4: It definitely has happened, but I think uh, statistically, evidence shows that they're not, in fact, the rapists that we make them out to be, but just uh, occasionally horny, and occasionally you you meet a a, a salacious dolphin.
5: Are they mammals?
4: They are. Yes, so there's mammals. no
5: reason why they shouldn't see me or you or you and not be like, hey,
4: you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. Okay. Oh man, it's
5: mammal love. <laughs> ain't nothing to do with fish, and it's, it's all human. Human and mammals. Mammals are humans. Mammals are mammals. We can find compatibility in there somewhere.
6: I don't like this. Why? <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable. We're what? We're talking about, talking about fucking animals. I don't I it. Makes oh me no. Like
5: mammals it. and dolphins. You got to acknowledge that they're not fish. So they can't have the same. Right. As you do. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's that... his
4: issue with it. I don't think he's like, well, it's just well if they were fish, yeah, I can't just... fuck them.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I'm assuming the male dolphins have penises. <laughs> I've never seen the male uh, dolphin's anatomies. I don't know what they
6: use. No, I, I, I think they're mammals pops pops got dicks, right? It pops out. Yeah. So,
5: yeah, they can fuck a woman or a man. Yeah, whatever's going on.
6: Man, I that this they, is, I'm so
4: scared. <laughs> the question is more should they fuck a woman? And and I'm going to go with the hard <laughs> no. I'm going to take the know. negative. Why?
5: Why would you assume no? Who are you to tell them what they can? <laughs> How do you have the right? That's arrogance on your part. They might be too, and we tell them we shouldn't.
4: Well, then call me an arrogant bitch because <laughs> I am not. Also, you don't know. Maybe you love dolphin pussy. I, and that's what I'm afraid of. Frankly, <laughs> if if that's really what this is, right, I'm now terrified that I will. I'm going to stay away from that and just stick to human. He's
5: like, I just figured out human. I don't got time to figure I, out another.
6: Right. <laughs> you know, dolphins got three clits. Really?
5: You no. I,
6: yeah, I made that up for you. <laughs>
5: I, I was almost like, "Good luck."
6: <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> that's too much stress. I only have one tongue. What are we gonna
4: do? <laughs> All right, <sighs> I think we did it. I don't know that. I don't know that a healthier ending is gonna come out of this. Besides uh, eating out
6: a dolphin as the,
5: the big dismount. said eating out?
6: Oh, I insinuated. I insinuated.
5: Did you? Okay. You said playing yeah. with the, 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 the three clits. That's not No, you. he says, But I was like,
6: because I said I only have one tongue.
5: Oh, you have hands. Okay, you're right. It's over, Langston. My bad.
4: See? <laughs> look what you did. Now you, you brought us back in to, to not finish it. Well, look at us. <laughs>
5: right. Jackie,
4: could you tell the people where they can find you? What cool shit you have going on?
5: JackieFabulous.com to get all my socials. A special menopause is on Amazon and, uh, Apple TV and Google, look it up on the website. And uh, that's really it. No, I'll be at the Mind Drop Comedy Club in San Diego this weekend, Friday and Saturday, four shows. Go to my website, get tickets, and holla at your girl. Thanks for having me.
6: Hell yeah. Bori, what you got? Ah, uh, uh man come to <laughs> September 15th I'm headlining the Elysian in Los Angeles doing my one hour show some right. other comedian is doing an hour there that night I'm not sure who uh, <laughs> September 16th though come to Denver Colorado uh, and see Langston Kerman headline faded faded comedy oh, right.
4: yeah! and the Elysian uh, please go see <laughs> David and if you're not going to the Elysian <laughs> come to Lyric Hyperion without on the 15th where I'll be doing my hour And uh, as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman. And if you want to send us your own drops, your own conspiracy theories, your own arguments about whether or not dolphins have multiple clits, please send those arguments to mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. That's about it. Bye, bitch.